Have you ever wanted to step away from your business? Like take a week vacation and not be constantly concerned about what email you're missing or if there's a client unhappy or maybe you're missing out on an opportunity, but really step away from the business and know that your business is taken care of. This is something that I have done twice this year, and it has been one of the most freeing and life-giving changes that I have done in my business. I want you to have this freedom too. If you are growing a photography business, if you are a full-time photographer and you haven't been able to step away from your business in years, then it's time to make some changes. So this episode is for you, friend. I hope that you give it a listen and you walk away with some tricks up your sleeve so that you can take a week away from your business too. Hey y'all, thank you for listening to the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you're a photographer looking to grow your business without feeling tied to your computer, then this is the space for you. In this season, we're tackling the nitty gritty of running an organized and successful photography business. So grab your AirPods, your favorite note-taking tools, and let's get your photography business working for you. I have stepped away from my business twice this year for a week. Now, I've also taken extra days off here and there. I've left a little earlier. I've not been as plugged into my business 24-7 like I used to be. Now, this wasn't an easy shift. I've been in business for almost four years, and this is the first year that I went 24 hours without service. It was a little nerve-wracking, but once I realized, all right, my phone is not working, I was able to really step away from all of my responsibilities and enjoy being in the moment with my cousin and her family and my son on my first camping trip. Now, This may seem totally unrelated to your business, but so often we never leave our businesses. When you work from home, when you run your own business, you are constantly working, even when you're not, because your brain is on. And if you're anything like me, your brain is constantly thinking of things. Did I do this? Is this check taken care of? Did I get that email back from a client? Do I need to reach out to that client again? Did that proposal get sent out? Did that proposal get completed? Did I send out that questionnaire for that session that's tomorrow? Did I send out the Google review email so I can, you know, build up my SEO? There are 100 different tasks in our day that take up every brain cell, it feels like, that we have available. Now add in, if you are a person outside of your business, if you have a social life or a family or hobbies that you enjoy, so often those fall by the wayside because we are so busy running our businesses. However, getting a chance to step away to recharge, to do things that you truly love, that are truly going to inspire you and empower you is so important. Those times away are just as important as the education you buy or the camera you buy or the workshops you attend. You cannot continue to run yourself into the ground while running a business. Because what will inevitably happen is you will be so burnt out that your business no longer gets the care it needs and it will slowly die out. This was a significant mindset shift that I have experienced over the last year. At the tail end of last year, actually almost exactly a year ago today when I'm recording this on October 8th, 
I decided it was time to go back to therapy. And I knew I wanted to grow my business. I wanted to grow it into a company. I wanted to run a team and help as many photographers run efficient and successful businesses without being tied to them 24-7 and do it really well. That is what I wanted. However, there were mindset blocks that I had that I needed to tackle in order to make this happen. So I started going back to therapy and there have been so many unexpected benefits from therapy. And I know I've talked about therapy a few times on here, and I just want it to be a normal topic of conversation because it's one of the most beneficial investments I've ever made in my life. But that's a conversation for a different day. So one of the things that we worked on was me stepping away from the business. I used to be plugged in 24-7. You guys, I would wake up in the middle of the night because the dog needed to go out or my son woke up and I would check my phone. I would check my email. I would check Voxer. And I would respond or I would then, if it was anything less than a happy comment from a client, I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep for hours because I was so concerned about the email or the Voxer that came in. When really there's nothing in my business, I am not a neurosurgeon. I am not any type of doctor or life-saving type of field. Any message that's sent to me at 10 p.m., midnight, 2 a.m., it can wait till the next day, especially if it's going to steal my peace of mind. So we started working on boundaries, and I put boundaries in place for Voxer and email and notifications on my phone and slowly removing access to myself in different areas of my life for different people. So started working on these boundaries, and then I was coming up on the first week away that from our home that I would have had in three years, something like that. And I was talking to my therapist, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna get there. I've, you know, I'm, I've told my clients that I'm off, but I'll probably check Boxer a few times, and you know, and I'll check in when I get in, and et cetera, et cetera." And she said, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, if they need me." And she's like, why? I'm like, because I help them run their businesses. And she's like, right. She's like, but you let them know you're going to be out. I'm like, yes. And she's like, and you have people on your team that are that are going to manage your inbox and manage your project management tool and have access to, and your clients will have access to your team should they need something, right? I said, uh, mm, yes. <laughs> And she's like, okay, so explain to me why you need to have your Voxer on. Because I, I normally turn my phone volume on when I'm driving long distances in case I hear Voxer go off and I can check it. And I was like, well, I, I guess I don't. And she's like, no, you don't. She's like, you need to turn it off for the entire trip. And she saw the panic come into my eyes. And she's like, okay, maybe not the entire trip. She's like, but you need to set boundaries around it. She's like, how about... Instead of leaving your phone on, why don't you set times throughout the day that you will check it? Then you can let your team know if a client reaches out and you need me, I will be checking in at 8, noon, and 4 every day. So if you need anything, that's when you can expect a reply. I'm like, oh, that's really smart. (laughs) That's why I hired you. So that's what we did. So the first week away... 
I checked Voxer two or three times a day instead of two or three times every half hour. It was a significant shift. And it also ended up carrying over into the rest of the year. I don't check Voxer habitually anymore. I used to, as soon as I opened my phone, I was checking Voxer. As soon, I mean, I was, I don't even have it anywhere on the front of like my home screen or my front screen. I have to like open my phone, swipe three times, click a folder, and then I can see my Voxer badges. And then I can like see if there's anything that I uh, that's needed. I used to do that multiple times an hour, you guys. An hour. It was crazy. So I started putting those boundaries in place. And they were small boundaries at first. They were, hey, I'm checking when I'm on vacation, when I am supposed to be out of work, I'm checking it three times a day. Now, when I am finished with my workday, I check Voxer twice. I check it around dinner time. And then I check it shortly before I turn my phone off for the night. So I'm not quite going to bed, but I am really focusing on being unplugged for an hour before I fall asleep. So I put those boundaries in place and it has done so much for my energy, for my peace of mind, for my anxiety. I was able to do this because first of all, my clients knew my boundaries. I was crossing my own boundaries when no one expected me to. And it caused issues a couple of times with people who, once I set the expectation, like, hey, my boundaries don't matter to me, of course they're not gonna matter to someone else. But once I started holding to my boundaries, you best believe that my clients, my team members, they respect them too. And there's never been a moment where somebody had any negative pushback at all, okay? So I stepped away from my business for a week. Tip one, I set really good boundaries. I didn't disappear, but I set really, really good boundaries before I left. The next thing is I had a team that I can rely on. Now, obviously, this is something that not everyone has at the moment, but it is so important to the growth of your business. I have said this before on the podcast. It's been a while But if you go back to when I first started the podcast uh, in March 2020, I know there's an episode in probably in the first three or four months where I talk about this. If you want to grow your business, you have to outsource. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, especially as photographers. When I run my business, when I had my virtual assistant business, I could get my business to a point and it had been just me. I could have scaled a bit to get maybe to a higher income level and it'd still be just me. However, when I wanted to grow my business, when I wanted to take it from $2,000 a month to $5,000 a month to $10,000 a month, I had to make shifts there. And the biggest shifts were making sure I had people in my life that supported me so that I could continue to grow the business. Now, I've talked about outsourcing before, and we talked about it in episode two of season of this season with Jamira talking about outsourcing, even though, like, even if it's not a virtual assistant, outsourcing to your family, outsourcing it for a house cleaner, a house manager, a lawn care provider, those types of things, okay? But I'm going to keep it business focused today. If you are running a six-figure business, as a photographer, if you're a wedding photographer, you're likely booking at least 25 weddings a year. 
meaning half of your year is spent at those weddings. Okay, so even if you have 25 weddings, that's half of your year gone in weddings, okay? So let's say you have nothing else on the week except for your wedding. You are going to need to be prepping gear. You're going to be putting an emergency kit together. You're going to be having uh, finalized timeline meetings with your clients. You're going to be possibly traveling depending on where uh, that wedding is located. If you do destination weddings or out-of-state weddings, those types of things. So that whole week is taken up by one wedding. And you do that for every single wedding, okay? That's if you're just a wedding photographer. That doesn't even consider the fact if you do wedding photography and then you offer bridal portraits or engagement sessions or bridal boudoir portraits, if you do any of those things, then you went from half of your year is gone to likely 75% of your year is gone in actually taking care of these clients or showing up to the sessions, showing to the, showing up to the wedding, prepping for the sessions, prepping for the wedding. It's not just showing up and shooting. So if you have that kind of volume, it absolutely makes sense to have someone managing something. Now, one of the best things you can outsource, and I've talked about it before, is your email and calendar management. Having somebody know your business inside and out has so many benefits. I should probably do an episode on that, honestly. There's so many benefits to having someone who knows your business and really knows it, knows how you speak to your clients, knows your workflow, knows your processes, knows your mission, your vision, your values, what you want your business to be, how you serve your clients. When you have someone in your business that knows these things, If something goes wrong, you have someone else to bounce ideas off of. You have someone else to reach out to clients, to reach out to vendors, to manage the back end of things while you manage whatever issue you're dealing with, whether it's health or family or personal, or you just have a client that has a a really rough day and you need to be there for them. Having someone in your business that can help you mitigate the other things going on in your business while you are dealing with one main issue is a huge benefit. You can also look at outsourcing your marketing. If you are growing your business, then you need to be you need to be actively marketing your business. At minimum, what I recommend with our clients, what our bare bone minimum social media packages is three posts per week. It helps you stay consistent in your marketing and it allows someone else whose expertise is in marketing strategy to help you grow your business in that avenue. Okay, so I invested in my team. I have a lovely assistant who hangs out in my email. She checks it uh, in the morning before I come into work. She gets everything sorted. She answers uh, emails back to clients. She adds things to our project management board, tags the appropriate team member should they need it. She keeps our clients' tailwinds cues uh, full. She creates my graphics. She lets podcast guests know when their episode is going live. She does all of these little things in my business that it takes her 15 hours a month, but that's 15 hours a month that I'm getting back. So it is considerably worth her rate, her retainer, in order for me not to have to run around doing all those little things She sends out our client 
welcome guide. She sends out our client welcome gifts. She just keeps things moving along for my business, for the team. And then I have other people on my team who manage the client side of things. So if I'm out, I can pull one of them and say, hey, do you have this space to take care of these clients for the for next week while I'm gone? We have SOPs for everyone. So I send them the SOP. I let them know, okay, this is what's happening. Here's what you need. Here's how to manage it for the next week. This gives my clients the peace of mind like, hey, my business is taken care of even though Jen is out. I have the peace of mind of saying, okay, my business is taken care of even though I'm out. I'm not having to to constantly check on things because I have people in place to take care of my business, my email, my inbox, my calendar, and the people in place to take care of our clients and their emails and their calendar. The peace of mind this has given me over the last year has been mind-boggling to know that I am able to quote-unquote clock out at three o'clock, four o'clock every day and know that everything is taken care of or if something pops up, there's systems in place for those things to be taken care of. It makes a huge difference. If you are running a six-figure photography business and you are ready to get some freedom from your business, then the first thing you need to consider is what can you outsource right now? Are there things in your life right now that you can outsource to gain yourself some freedom? And let's, like I mentioned, let's not talk about just the business for this. Let's talk about a house cleaner. Let's talk about a house manager. Let's talk about meal prep, you know, the either boxes or actually buying prepped meals. You know, let's talk about someone to do laundry. Let's talk about somebody to do the lawn. Let's talk about your car servant, like those kinds of things, okay? Just to get a little bit of time back and to give you peace of mind for a clean house. I've had a cleaning team for three and a half years and it is it's one of my the best investments I've ever made. To be able to come home to a clean house, beautiful, with four dogs and a toddler and a husband, it gives me so much peace of mind. Then I want you to consider what are things that in your business that you can outsource? Are you in a place where you can outsource your email. Take a look at the systems you have in place for your business. If you do not have any systems in your business, it's going to make it more difficult to outsource email because you don't have a way to train your person, your assistant, to manage things in a way that's going to feel good to you. Now, one of the benefits of working with Success Beyond the Lens is we know photographer businesses. We normally know how to answer emails because we've run into those same type of questions or issues before because we've been doing this for three and a half, four years. But if you don't have systems in place, it can be harder to teach an assistant to manage your business in a way that feels good to you because there's no guidelines. There's no guide. There's no, okay, do A, B, and C, and this is going to be the end result. So the other thing I want you to consider is looking at your systems. Do you have a CRM in place? Are your clients able to get in contact with you easily? Are you still talking to clients on multiple platforms through text message, through Facebook, through Instagram, through your contact form? It's too many places. And there is not a single assistant out there that is going to be able to manage those multiple platforms and do it exceptionally well. And your clients have an exceptional experience every time. So moving to a system that makes sense, that streamlines it, that 
that streamlines the process while up-leveling the client experience. This is so important, you guys. By streamlining your process, you're up-leveling your experience because they are going to have, each client is going to have the same experience with your company. And when you've put a system in place that sends the emails and sends the questionnaires and sends the reminders and sends the thank yous, they're all going to be receiving those things, which is all, which is going to give them all the opportunity to have a great experience with your company, which will in turn become referrals, which means your business continues to grow. These are all good things. Once you have your systems in place, you're going to be able to bring somebody into your business that's going to be able to help you better because you have systems in place. There's going to be a clear, okay, here is step one through 10 on how to take care of a client. So when those steps are in place, when those systems are in place, the assistant will know, okay, I need to do step one through 10 and our clients will be happy, okay? So I want you to take a look. What can you outsource? What systems do you have in place? What systems do you need to put in place? Or are you at a place where you can hire somebody who is niched in photography that can come in and help you do these things? Who can tell you, okay, we need to put this system in place. This is how we're going to put the system in place. Here's a training manual on how to use an assistant, how to help an assistant help you. And this will inevitably grow your business because you aren't going to be the one constantly worried about if this email sent out or this questionnaire sent out or if this proposal was sent, okay? You're going to have somebody in your business supporting you and supporting the growth of your business. This is how I stepped away for a week. This is how I stepped away for a week earlier this month. It's how I stepped away in earlier this year in July. It's how I am, I'm gonna be gone for another three days in December. These pieces are in place and I've, brought people into my team that I trust to take care of the things that need to be taken care of. It's made a huge difference in how I live my life. You do not have to be tied to your business 24-7, 365 days a year to be a good business owner. There is no one out here handling out hustle awards. There's no one out here looking and saying, oh man, Stephanie, didn't take a single day off this year. Go her. No one's doing that. If anything, your friends and your family are probably worried about you because you haven't taken a day off. You're living off of espresso and toast and you have, you know, rings around your eyes and you don't sleep and you just kind of twitch every now and again (laughs) because you haven't taken a rest day in two years. I want to challenge that way of thinking that you have to hustle every day, all day in order to be successful. You can be successful and still rest. You can be successful and still do things that bring you joy that have nothing to do with your business. You can still be successful and rely on other people to run your business. You can still be successful and outsource pieces of your business that don't bring you joy. You can still be successful and grow a team that supports your mission, vision, and values for your business. You can be more successful than you ever thought was possible by doing these things. I want to challenge you to look ahead to 2022. I've seen so many of our clients, of photographers, already saying they're booked for 2022, especially wedding photographers. I only have five dates left. 
or I only have a couple of dates left. There's a boudoir photographer I follow who I absolutely adore. And she's already booking boudoir sessions into, I think she has one session left for April and a handful of sessions left in May of 2022. All right. So if you are in that same boat, if you're already looking at 2022 and you're getting booked, I challenge you, look at the year of 2022 and figure out where can you take a break? What is a week or two weeks in 2022 that you can step away from your business and then put it on the calendar and for the love of Pete, don't book anything. (laughs) Don't cross your own boundary. Put it on the calendar and keep it there. Even if you don't go anywhere, just give yourself a week off. Give yourself two weeks off and step away from things so that you can do things that bring your soul happiness. So that's your homework. I would love to know what weeks you blocked off for 2022. If you do this exercise, please tag me on Instagram at successbeyondthelens. Let me know what weeks you blocked off and I will be sharing mine soon. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day and I will talk to you later. us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week. Bye.